you guys, and welcome back to Rave Culture Podcast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I am your host, Emma Capotis. What is up? Thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode and for being here. Um, I'm absolutely thrilled to have you guys, and I am so excited to get into today's episode. But before we get started, I of course want to say thank you to everybody who has been listening, for all of you guys who have been sharing the podcast, um, tagging me in your Instagram stories, and spreading the word about rave culture. Um, You know, word of mouth really gets this podcast out there. We have a community built here and, you know, a family here and on my YouTube channel. So thank you guys so much for sharing it um, with people who are like-minded I see you guys in the comments, I see you on social media, um, and I'm reading through your emails, and I really appreciate you guys participating and giving me feedback. If you guys didn't know, I created an Instagram and Twitter, at RaveCultureCast, specifically for this podcast, so you guys can always, you know, give me feedback after the episodes, and we can start some conversations over there. Um, I also have a personal YouTube channel for Emma Capotis. If you guys want to check me out over there too, subscribe. Um, I would absolutely love it. Uh, It's just a continuation of this podcast. I have a ton more content on there. I've been doing YouTube for a couple years and I have, you know, all of my EDM vlogs, makeup tutorials, rave fashion, tons of raver content, all that good stuff. But I think that's all I've got for the top of the episode. Today is going to be a little bit of a longer one. It's also a little bit of a heavier topic, um, if you could tell from the title of this episode. So definitely grab a snack. It's probably going to be a lengthier one. But I did want to do a fully dedicated episode to this topic, you guys, because I think one, it's extremely important. And two, I have had some personal experiences with this that I think sharing and giving a voice to it will hopefully help a lot of you out there and whether you're a guy or a girl um, I have a lot of important messages in this and some tips at the end so I do hope you'll stick with me and and hear me out but I do want to just say at the top of the episode that I am going to be talking about consent today and sexual harassment in relation to music festivals and EDM shows I know it's a bit of a controversial topic right now, but it is for a reason. It's an important one. And I also understand that this can be a little bit triggering for certain people. So if this is like something that brings up bad memories for you or, you know, if you don't want to hear about sexual harassment, that's completely fine. You guys can go back and listen to the other episodes or just wait for next week's episode. I totally understand. Um, You know, some of these things are not fun for me to talk about personally as well. You know, reliving certain memories. But if you guys know me and you've been around for a little while, you know that everything I do has a positive spin to it. So, of course, this is going to have, you know, some help, some advice, and it's all going to be okay. And we're going to talk about it all. All right. So with that all being said, you guys, let's do this. So just to give you some background, what sort of started this episode idea for me, a friend of mine actually sent me a screenshot of a story that was on Now This which is a news site, and they had this little article on uh, Snapchat discovery page around the time of Coachella, and it was titled, Women Are Fighting Harassment at Festivals. Coachella and stagecoach attendees can access 24-hour mental health and crisis de-escalation services at the music festivals following reports of rampant sexual harassment. Consulting agency Woman launched the initiative, which also includes ambassadors who train people about consent. Now, It was really cool that my friend shared that with me. Thank you, Bobby. 
And, you know, whatever your opinion is about Coachella, I know people feel strongly about it either way. Um, There was like this whole viral thing about herpes going around at Coachella, but whatever. Um, I just thought it was very interesting that they had a service like that set up. I think that's pretty progressive and that's a a step in the right direction. So I think you should give credit where credit's due. And I'm happy that they launched that sort of initiative at their festival. So that led me to this episode and it also just got me thinking about my experiences and you know there are things that I know now as a 28 year old woman that I didn't know when I was first getting into the scene and just like starting to go out you know at college and after college um, that I didn't really have like the self-confidence yet or the strength to stand up for myself. So this episode is sort of (laughs) cathartic for me and It also, you know, if it helps one of you guys out there, then I have literally done my job here. But anyway, after I read that article, I was like, okay, this is interesting. So I did some Googling and I found an article that went viral on Teen Vogue's website in 2018 and it was called Sexual Harassment Was Rampant at Coachella 2018. And before I go any further, I just want to say I'm not trying to target Coachella. These are literally actual articles that went viral surrounding the festival. This is an issue that covers all music festivals and it's not just specific to that you guys know that harassment has been in the media everywhere in every workplace but because my channel is edm related we're gonna be talking about festivals so i read this article and it was very interesting so the basically i'll summarize it for you the top line for the article said i interviewed 54 women at coachella and all of them said that they had been harassed at the festival So what they described the harassment being, pretty much the interviewer herself was reporting um, over 10 hours at the festival and she herself was groped 22 fucking times. Excuse my language, sorry. I curse in this podcast. I try to avoid it on YouTube, but in this podcast I'm cursing. So just a summary of like what harassment was described as, a lot of it was like people getting their ass grabbed, um, people coming up behind women and sort of like grinding on them without really like consent there were a couple instances which i have experienced this before um where a guy will say something to them that they think is like a compliment but it's pretty like sexual in nature and the woman doesn't reciprocate it and then the guy says something extremely nasty or cruel or degrading back to the woman sort of like as a defense mechanism. There's a lot of things they talked about. Somebody getting picked up and put on the shoulders of a man without their consent. And I know that one for a lot of people, they'd be like, oh, that's not that big of a deal. And I see what you're saying, but this has actually happened to me at a festival. Um, I had like a random guy pick me up and put me on his shoulders. And I didn't know him and I like had a boyfriend at the time. And not that I did anything wrong, but I just was like, ew can you put me down I don't even like being up on shoulders and I'm a tiny person so I I just felt like I had no control that's what it comes down to I felt like I had no control over that situation and I felt taken advantage of so after reading this article um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about this issue um, my experiences with it and what we can do as a community to hopefully make this better for people just to say at the top of this being at any event where there are literally thousands and thousands of people in close quarters usually in the dark people are intoxicated or they're under the influence of something you're going to run into people that have bad intentions or are sketchy it's going to happen not everybody there is there to have a good time Um, again especially when you have people who are extremely drunk or rowdy they think that they can get away with things in a crowd of people 
Um, And unfortunately, and it goes for men and women. I'm not just saying this is against women, but a lot of the time women pay the price for this. And it's kind of like enough is enough is what we're all trying to say. Like, how can we prevent this from happening? That's the end goal here, right? People should be able to go to a music festival and enjoy their time and literally not be worried about someone slipping something in their drink. Um, I was just talking to someone on social media. Sorry, I'm digressing for a second, but this just came up where we were talking about, you know, how like I'm just trained to like have my hand over my drink at all times because I'm afraid of somebody slipping something in there. And somebody commented on one of my YouTube videos. Oh, well, like one thing you can do is like when you buy the drink at the bar, just chug it immediately. And I was like, yeah, I hear you. That's a solution. But like how fucked up is that? I can't walk around with a drink and sip on it like a normal person because you can't control yourself and you're trying to drug me like that's so fucking crazy. I shouldn't have to slam a drink at the fucking bar because somebody else is a predator. You know what I mean? So there are just like a lot of things that I feel like women think about on a daily basis when they're going out to a club or going to a music festival that shouldn't even be a concern. So let's talk about music festivals you guys you know that this behavior if you're listening to this I know you guys are the good ones right like I love my audience I think we have a great relationship I know you guys are are the good guys but this is some in general behavior that I've seen at shows and that this article talked about that we all know are fucking unacceptable number one slapping a stranger's ass groping an ass whatever with the ass all right that's enough I had an instance I believe it was two years ago I think it was EDC 2017 where I had just gone through the security line I was with my two friends and we were walking through and this girl just like ran up behind me out of nowhere I did not know her and she just started like spanking my ass repeatedly over and over and over again and I started like running away and she was chasing after me still smacking my ass and I was like fucking mortified I was so embarrassed and like her and her friends were laughing and she was like commenting on my butt and then quickly realized that I was not into it and I was like mortified and she was like oh sorry girl sorry girl like not into it okay and like ran away and my friends and I were like what the fuck like I understand she was saying like you have a nice butt you don't know me and I'm embarrassed and please don't touch my ass without my consent it was so fucking awkward I wanted to die that was a case of woman on woman so I'm not just saying it's man on man um, and you can think that that's not that big of a deal but it was inappropriate uh, this also happened to me recently at the Zomboy show I was at in New York City I was there with my good friend Emily and she can attest to this We are standing in the crowd and there was an intoxicated guy behind me and it sort of felt like he like brushed my back or like brushed my butt. So initially I was like, hmm, okay, maybe that was an accident. And then the second time he did it, it was for sure not an accident because it was more of a grab and like when I tell you the blood boiled inside my body, because if my, my boyfriend was with me, that kid would have been dead. Let me tell you that. But I quickly told my friend Emily and we switched spots and then he touched her ass and she turned around and gave him her two cents and it stopped. Um, but I've, I've seen people post on Reddit before, especially with cir- circumstances like this. They'll be like, oh, if like someone's harassing you or touching you, why don't you go like to a security guard and say something like you guys never say anything. Um, So to that, I'll say, put yourself in our shoes. In that situation, I'm being the bigger person by just letting it go. As furious as I am, I'm going to tell the kid to stop and handle it myself rather than taking the time to go up to a security guard, explain the situation. In the meantime, this person could either run away, deny it, and now I've made a scene 
I've made this a bigger part of my night. I've ruined time. That's time that's taken away from me watching the fucking show I came to enjoy and all for something I didn't do. You know what I mean? So like certain situations like that as a female, I'm like, I'm just going to be the bigger person and tell them to stop and move on with my night and not let it ruin it. Like it's not serious enough for me to go get a security guard and, and ruin my whole fucking night. So that's why we don't always say something. That's my response to that. But in general, back to the list, touching people without their consent is unacceptable at shows. There's also circumstances, which happens a lot, um, whether you're interested in someone or not, or it's your intention from the beginning or not, purposefully getting somebody intoxicated or incoherent or under the influence of something for your gain in the end is like predatory behavior. It's really not okay. It's one thing if you guys are all out having a good time together um, and like your friends or like whatever and you're all enjoying yourselves. But if you have the attitude that you're trying to get someone drunker to like lower their inhibitions, that's not okay behavior. And what I had just mentioned before, the people who lash out at you if you reject them, this is widely popular response I have seen this many a times I've had friends experience this oh I actually just thought of an example I will talk about um if it's me I always try and respectfully decline a drink or advances because I'm in a relationship and I'm that's just not what I'm looking for um I'm never rude to anyone I'll even if someone starts talking to me and I know like why they're coming over to talk to me I'll say hi to them I'll be nice and then I'll be like I have a boyfriend like I'm not interested and some people take that very badly um and can say some really horrible nasty things to you because their ego is bruised don't be that person um if you're interested in someone too and you have good intentions and you just want to go out and approach a girl or a guy and they're not into it don't don't let it affect you like that just move on with the night they weren't the right person for you you can go and talk to other groups of people and maybe somebody else um will be interested back so don't lash out at people um and be disrespectful Uh, My good friend Vicky, who is on one of the podcasts, shout out Vic, um, reminded me of a situation for this episode. We were at a show seeing Diplo in Manhattan and we were standing over at the bar and there was this guy who was very drunk and he was sitting down and he started talking to Vicky and she just clearly wasn't interested in it at all. And he got very offended that she just like didn't want anything to do to him. And he was smoking a cigarette and he flicked it at her. Literally took a lit cigarette and like threw it at her. And she almost got up and slapped him. It was so disrespectful and not okay. Um, So things like that are considered harassment. And like you may not think that they are, but it just ruined your whole night. It put her in the ho- a horrible mood. And again, ruined her night, which is horrible. So that's just... Those are just a couple examples, you guys, of of behavior. It's a real thing and it's horrible. And music festivals are supposed to be a fun escape. Like we all are spending a lot of money to just go away for the weekend and have the best time of our lives. Like they've had such a positive impact on my life, even with some of these experiences. Um, So it's just important to take care of yourself and to care of the people around you and just look out for each other. All right, I'm going to take a quick break here before we get into the next part of the episode. Uh, I just want to remind you guys that you can always send in any topics or episode ideas to raveculturecast at gmail.com. I love your participation and your suggestions. Um, I just recorded uh, last week's episode, I believe, was one of your suggestions. So I love to hear what you guys want me to talk about. Um, You can also DM me or, or tweet me at raveculturecast. And yeah, send in any ideas of things you want me to talk about. 
Alrighty, so as I sigh with a deep sigh, so for this next portion of the episode, I did want to share a couple more experiences that I have personally been through in my like eight plus years of attending raves and also these are just like shows in general guys these this can happen at a night out this can happen in college like you never know but these are experiences that happened with me that yeah if I share them and they help somebody else then again I've done my job so I just you know want to make sure that I voice my opinion and let you guys know that you're not alone in whatever you're feeling so some instances of sexual harassment that I've experienced at shows that again looking back on them I'm probably going to get heated because just sometimes when things happen to you in the moment, you freeze. I don't know if anybody else is like this. You just freeze. You're in like literal shock and you, I don't know if it's just me or if it's women or what, but like you just don't want to cause a scene, right? Like you just want it to just stop and you want to move on with your night and you don't want to let it ruin anything. So sometimes you just fucking freeze. Um, So one example, I will say um, I was at a show in Manhattan and It was an interesting situation because my friends knew some guys that were going. So my one friend was sort of like hooking up with this one guy and then I ended up talking to his friend and like we whatever we like kissed in the beginning of the night and then all separated and then later in the night we found them on the dance floor. So like we were all dancing like in a row like two two and two and whatever I like hooked up with him and then he got like extremely handsy and I was not having it let me just tell you and I remember looking to my right and my best friend was there and I was giving her eyes like get me the fuck out of here I'm not about this and I had multiple times like tried like pushing him off of me and he was just like extremely drunk and wouldn't stop and eventually we just like grabbed each other and we all me and my girls like left the situation but that was one instance where I wanted to tell you guys Even if you're in a situation where you hook up with a guy in the beginning of the night, he is by no means bound to you the rest of the show. You don't have to hook up with him again. You don't have to hang out with him again. And it doesn't give him permission to touch you. So just putting that out there. um, That's a situation that you can walk away with it. Um, You do not have to stay with them throughout an entire show. And it doesn't give them the right to touch you. So that was a big one that I fucking was scarred by. Um, Another one happened over a New Year's Eve, maybe three or four years ago. This one, ooh, this one really boils my fucking blood. I, you know, it's New Year's Eve. You're all dressed up, right? Got your little dress on. You're looking cute. And everyone wants to find like their midnight kiss. So I was with my friends again and I was like, whatever. I was kissing this one guy and he was younger than me, a couple years younger than me. I know I was like in a cougar situation. And I literally shit you not, he was so drunk, he takes my dress and pulls it up, like, so my underwear, everything is exposed, just literally just throws my dress up, and I freaked out. I I was, my whole body was in literal shock. I pulled it down immediately. It happened so fast. I'm sure nobody saw, but I was mortified. I wanted to start sobbing. I couldn't believe that's by the way has never happened to me knock on wood will never happen again it was the most disrespectful thing that's probably ever happened to me I don't know what went through his mind that he thought that that was okay to do to someone and completely humiliate them and embarrass them after like we had just been hanging out the whole night I thought like having a good time and also he was a fucking marine 
He was in the military. You would think this kid would have some sort of respect level for women. Absolutely not. I looked at my friends like in tears, absolutely mortified. And they were like, I can't believe we didn't punch him. Like again, looking back on it, I think I was probably what, like 24 at the time, maybe 25 even. Even then, like I didn't do anything about it. I should have slapped him in the face. But then when you think about it, like I'm a girl, he's a guy. What? Like if I hit him, I would have been kicked out. He would have hit me back. Like who knows? Like there's really not much you can do in that situation. So it was horrible. It was mortifying. And I just like, I feel for young Emma. It hurts my heart thinking about it. You know, totally ruined my night. And I want to go back and help myself. Um, and then the last situation I'll talk about, and I hope this isn't a total bummer, you guys. I really don't want to make this an episode that's like, bumming you out but I think it's real and it happens and I'm one person and I have countless stories so when you think about your friends your girlfriends your sisters your cousins other friends you have in like the EDM community maybe just like ask them what's happened to them or like how you can help them in the future because you would be surprised how many stories they have to tell you about the times they've been harassed it's just never fucking ending and we're just trying to go to shows and have a good time like everybody else you know what I mean so anyway the last one I was going to talk about is like a pretty popular one and that's just like really intoxicated guys that just sort of like lurk and stare at you it's so uncomfortable this happened to me at Adam Bayer back-to-back Serez D in Manhattan um we actually like had a group sort of figured out by the end of the night we were all like standing in the same area and we were watching out for each other and there's this one drunk guy like two people in front of me who was just like completely gone like you looked at him and his eyeballs were like rolling in the back of his head and he just kept staring at me like I was facing the stage and he was completely turned around staring at me and he kept trying to come closer to where we were standing and luckily there was this like guy and girl this couple next to us and they just sort of like wedged themselves between me and this person and made it very clear like get the fuck away like whatever you're thinking about doing just don't do it please so yeah so there's a lot of uncomfortable situations like that and like I said I my boyfriend tries to come with me to some shows but we're not like glued to the hip you know he loves me and trusts me and we have a great relationship so he's like no go do your thing go have fun with friends and of course he always wants to protect me and that's why he just he worries just because you don't want anything to happen to the person that you love but um no he can't be there at every show so it's important to have people around you that you can you know can look out for you and you can defend yourself so all of this is to say you know I just wanted to share these experiences because looking back on it now I genuinely don't know like who that girl was in some of those situations and why I let some of those things go um I reacted as I did and I can't change it but just so you guys know like you're you're not alone in this um and you do have a right to stand up for yourself and to get help if it's serious and you know really try and and have your friends around you and have people that you care about with you um because no one should be allowed to touch you or humiliate you or make you feel bad um we're all just trying to to enjoy the shows or bars or wherever we're out and have a good time so i hope you guys you know feel empowered to speak up for yourself to tell your friends um and to share your stories as well all right you guys i'm gonna take another really quick break here um to remind you guys if you aren't following me on youtube 
feel free to head over to my channel, Emma Capotis. Um, I have tons and tons of videos and content there that I think you guys will really enjoy if you enjoy this podcast. Um, I'm going to have a lot of EDC vlogs going up. Probably at this point they will be up already. Um, and some festivals coming up this summer. I'm going to Ever After in Canada and I'm going to Electric Zoo. So yeah, if you guys want to see any more raver content, makeup tutorials, rave fashion, all that fun stuff, you can follow me and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Alrighty, welcome back to the episode. Okay, so this is the last portion. I, I did want to do just a quick shout out to you guys, um, to the brave men and women who witness certain things like this happening at shows and they intervene. I actually saw a really nice post on Reddit. It was um, something about harassment and a guy commented on it being like, oh, I've been at shows with my girlfriend and I'll see groups of girls or I'll see someone getting harassed in the crowd and I will always step in and, um, you know, if they are feeling uncomfortable, I'll, I'll keep an eye on them the whole night. From the bottom of my heart, I can't even tell you how thankful I am for people like you, even to just know that there might be somebody like watching over me in like a positive way, not a creepy way that has my back that I don't even know. Like you guys are the true heroes and more people need to do this. Um, it's really important to just watch out for each other throughout the night, even if they are a stranger. Okay, so I'm going to take a little bit of a turn here. Um, because my channel is EDM focused, I obviously wanted to tie this all into our community and, you know, talk about the behavior that's unacceptable for, for us and our family. But for this last portion of the episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about consent on social media and about some of the rights that you guys have that you should just be aware of because a lot of things are also happening online right now that harassment is involved in um, and I wanted to relate it back to that because I think that this is um, a topic that a lot of you might relate to. So I'll start off by saying recently there were some allegations against a very popular rave Instagram handle um, that did not sit well with me, didn't sit well with a lot of women in the EDM community. Um, I'm not going to go into details and put them on blast and mention their account name. Um, some of you guys might already know who I'm talking about. I have all of the receipts and screenshots. Um, they did post a response on their Instagram stories and basically acknowledged that some of the claims were true, but they said some of them were exaggerated. So I don't know. It was a weird and their apology was bullshit in my opinion. But I couldn't help but think about like how many other accounts are taking advantage of their followers and the people that are associated with them. But essentially it all comes down to that there are a lot of people right now who are like trying to grow their social media channels or whatever their like personal brand or whatever it may be and they might go to some lengths that put them in situations that are really uncomfortable and quite frankly can be dangerous. So I did want to talk a little bit about this. I won't spend any more time on this particular account because um, I'd rather get into some advice for you guys and turn this into a pos positive space for us all. So just to give you guys a little background, I have worked in the media industry for several years now. Um, I have worked with photographers. I have run brands, Instagram accounts. So I have some like background knowledge on behavior that's acceptable in social media and more like the business side of social media as well. So um, like I mentioned, there's a lot of people who are trying to grow their brands right now and gain more followers. That's the reality of the world that we live in um, but I do have some advice for you and hopefully some helpful tips on the way you go about doing this. 
So for starters, when it comes down to like if you decide to work with whatever, like a brand or a clothing company or an Instagram account and, you know, you set up photo shoots with them or you take pictures for them or anything like that, just know that whether like one, be careful of contracts that you're signing. You should obviously really, really be careful with that and either have like a lawyer or a parent look it over before you sign anything. But just know that even if you were ever put in a situation that you feel uncomfortable, like say you get to the set and like shit's weird and you don't feel safe or anything like that walk away you do not have to do it or stay there don't put your like safety at risk for something like this guys it's so not worth it in the end um so just just be aware of that you know you have your own rights so I just wouldn't put yourself in a situation that's a little sketchy One thing I wanted to mention that's pretty interesting about Instagram and just other social media accounts in general. So if you take your own photos, right, that's your property, that's your personal property, you should never ever pay someone to use your photo. That is a huge red flag. I don't care how many followers an account has or promises to give you if they repost you and they claim you're going to get all these followers from it or all these likes from it um, if you just pay me like $18 that has literally been said to me before from a beauty account literally asked me to pay them to use my photo absolutely no in no circumstances should should you pay someone to use your photo it should 1000% be the other way around but a lot of times in social media people will just repost you for free as long as they tag you and give you a photo credit that's key um, if somebody ta- if somebody reposts your shit and doesn't tag you in it you can 1000% contact them and ask them to take it down or to um at least give you a photo credit cuz they do, they do not own the rights in there that's they can't do that. So you you have it copyrighted. Um, so yeah, make sure that you always have like a photo credit or a tag back. Please, under no circumstances, pay an account to repost your photo. Don't do that. They're probably making so much money and it's ridiculous. From just getting one photo shared on an account, I can tell you right now, you you might get three followers and that's about it. And again, there are so many other accounts that are professional that will willingly repost you and tag you in it. So you got to like sort through the shitty accounts and find the professional ones that have some sort of standard. So again, that leads me to my second point. I kind of just said this, but always, always, always assert that there should be a tag or photo credit associated with your photo. Do not be afraid to say this. Like you might sit there being like, oh, I don't want to ask too much because then they'll think I'm too pushy and they won't want to repost it. No, absolutely not. If they're a professional account, they'll include it. No questions asked. You should know your rights, especially if you're working with brands. Um, You shouldn't be compromising, you know, your personal integrity to fit into their mold. Um, If it's a good company, they will work with you and, you know, it should be a partnership both ways. And again, like sometimes, if, and this is getting a little bit more into it, I, I, I realize I'm not talking about sexual harassment right now, but I just, I want to let you guys know like your rights about yourself, your property and your bodies. Again, if you're working with a company or a brand, you know, you might have talking points for certain things, especially if you're like on YouTube or you're doing a video, but you should have that freedom at the end of the day, you know, like to pick and choose what you participate in. Um, no amount of like clout or like follower amount that you're trying to get to is worth compromising your own integrity. So anyways, thank you guys for coming to my TED talk. I hope the end of this wasn't too random for you guys, but I just did want to acknowledge that there is stuff that's really shady that happens on social media. Um, And again, it's your body, it's your images. So try not to to just give anything away and um, do be careful about your property and, you know, have respect for yourself 
And again, if you get into a situation with any of these accounts where they're putting you in an uncomfortable situation or making you feel like you're doing something you don't want to do, absolutely not, you know, walk away from that brand. They're not the right person for you to be working with. So final thoughts on the episode. Um, Thank you guys so much for sticking around with me. Uh, I hope that this wasn't too heavy for some people. It's something I'm extremely passionate about. I hope that you can feel that. But um, it's really important to talk about all this. I want to make this community a safer place. I also, you know, guys that are listening, I think it's so important for you to hear all of this. And like, thank you so much if you're listening till the end, because a lot of you can really, really help. And sometimes we do need that help. Like I need you to stand up for me or I might need some protection. Um, You know, I'm a strong ass female. Don't get me wrong. Like I can take care of my damn self. But it's nice to know that if I'm ever in a situation where like I feel out of control that there might be somebody looking out for me. That's what I'm trying to say here. And women, um, I hope you feel empowered after this to stand up for yourself, to have a voice, um, to not feel taken advantage of and and just know that, you know, everyone's going through it. We're right there with you and this shit isn't okay. It's not okay behavior. Clearly, it's a big enough issue that Coachella had to have uh, an initiative started because there's so much fucking harassment happening at these music festivals. So with anything coming up in festival season this year, again, you guys take care of yourselves and the people around you. Reach out and get help from ground control or security if a situation is serious enough and you really um you know you need to go get some more help i think that's totally okay i hope you guys enjoyed this and found this helpful and i hope that we can just make music festivals a safer place moving forward um please feel free to share this with any instagram accounts of like your favorite music festivals i would absolutely love for this of all the episodes to be heard by the most people because I think it's just so important to talk about and I think music festival production companies and things like that the event planners should hear things like this so that they can also um, do things like Coachella did and partner up with organizations to make their experiences at festivals a better place so that we all feel safe we should all be able to enjoy our time and, and not even have to worry about this this shit. So again, thank you guys for listening. Um, I will be back next Wednesday with a new episode. Please tag me in your Instagram stories. Instagram stories. Uh, I will always repost you guys. You can tweet me at RaveCultureCast. Um, and again, my personal account is at Emma Capotis on Instagram and on Twitter. You guys, go check out my YouTube channel. And I hope you're enjoying listening to this. This should be on all major platforms now, which is so exciting. I literally had tears in my eyes when I saw Spotify added me. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, this is legit. This is so crazy. I can't believe this is all happening. But, you know, hard work pays off. Hope you guys are having an awesome week so far and I will be back next Wednesday with a new episode. Bye.